Oh, see, that's bad. What does it mean? No, you see this? Yeah. That's your lifeline. Uh-huh. And you see here where it crosses with your fart line. <laughs> <laughs> that's a re that's a bad sign. Oh, no. <laughs> that means your life will come to an end with a horrible, embarrassing biological response from your <laughs> nethers. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Hello, everybody. Hi. We're, it's 2022 now. Yeah. We haven't done an episode since last year. Uh, yeah. My jokes are bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I forget how we do the intro to this show. I think Usually we say something stupid and then we play the music. No, that's that's actually just how an episode plays <laughs> out. <laughs> we just say stupid crap and then, then there's music and we're done. I think this is fine. <laughs> so uh, what did we do recently? That is we the subject. We went to a palm reader. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you originally wanted to go to a jubilant psychic, and I wanted to go to a jovial palm reader. Thankfully, we managed to find a happy medium. <laughs> uh, oh, you said jubilant palm reader, and I was like, my brain jumped to Jubilee from the X-Men, and I was like, that would be awful. <sighs> I I messed your joke up by not understanding words. You really words. did. My apologies. <laughs> so... Yeah, so recently, we, we've talked about doing this for a long time, where, I mean, we've been to mediums and psychics and palm readers in our lives before. Yeah. But we've just talked about, it would be great for the show to go and talk about our experience afterward. And so that's what we did. Um, in town, we actually have a couple of psychics. Yeah, I was just scrolling through Facebook because I'm a millennial. And there was Topical. a <laughs> and there was an event for a palm reader like yeah. like a couple not blocks, but a little while away. And <laughs> it's like across town. We were on bikes. It took like ten minutes. It's a couple of blocks if we are a giant. <laughs> or have bikes. Or have bicycles, yes. Yeah. It was a nice day. Yeah. Thanks, global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we went up there, and it is. It's like a sort of a witchy pagan shop. Really nice. Uh, yeah. Really, I don't know. I've, just, I've been to a couple of those stores where it's like they, they stink of patchouli and like weed. And yeah. <laughs> the person is like selling knickknacks, and they also happen to sell crystals. Do you think they have patty wax? Oh, huh. <laughs> but the proprietor of this store actually was extremely knowledgeable about every single item in the store, which was really cool. And they had a palm reader giving readings in a back room uh, for cash tips, which is my favorite way to receive knowledge of the future. <laughs> so we both signed up for it, and we had very different experiences. Very. So uh, you actually had the shorter of the two experiences, so why don't... You tell them about your experience first. So mine was seven minutes. There is a point to that. Um, <laughs> that detail, it comes into play later. So I go in and she takes my hand and she says, let me have your non-dominant hand. So I put my left hand out, palm down. Yep. And then um, she said, oh, I need to see your palm. I'm like, right. Right, because she reads your palm, whereas you know yourself like the back of your hand. Ah! <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I already took my sleep medicine, so everything's really funny. So then she looks at my palm and she goes, you had a really happy childhood. And my knee-jerk reaction was to guffaw loudly in her face. Yeah. And then she says... Oh, you didn't have a good childhood? I was like, nope. And she said, I've been getting that one wrong a lot today. It's <laughs> like, how? Why? <laughs> don't you know the line? I don't I don't know how you mix that kind of thing up. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think the curious thing about palm reading is it's supposed to give you an, you, you shouldn't be wrong. It's like a map. Like. Yeah. 
So then she told me that I had a very distinct master line. And she looked at me and then I looked at her and I said, okay, what is that? <laughs> and she said, it's something that you're a master at, but you don't know what it is yet. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so guys, um, I'm a master at something. And then wouldn't it be insane if like someone tried to snatch your purse and all of a sudden you just like blew them away with expert kung fu <gasps> you've never used before? Oh my god! Like in the Matrix, yeah. Like it just got uploaded and maybe I just didn't like <laughs> unzip the file yet, you know? And you're just like I was a master of that this whole time. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope that's what it is. And she said that there is another faint master line coming off that master line. So whatever I'm really good at, I'm also really good at an offshoot of that. So a maybe faint master line. What is that? I don't know, but maybe I'm like really good at Taibo along with Kung Fu. So, <laughs> so actually, that's a really important point to point out um, that for both of us, she did not answer questions. Yeah, she was ta- she was a politician. She was taking no questions at this <laughs> time, only giving declarative statements because uh, you asked her a couple questions. Yeah. And so did I. And she breezed right past <laughs> them. <laughs> and then she told me I was going to have one great love of my life, but didn't mention if I'd met them yet. And hurtful. Um, also, keep that number in mind for future storytelling. <laughs> and then she also told me that I had childlike wonder. And I was very creative. So creative. It's so interesting how creative I am. Yeah. And well, you are um, creative. But I mean, I feel like everyone thinks they're at least a bit creative. Yeah. And I mean, bear in mind, I was wearing a mask with all like art cats on it. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she could have gauged from that <laughs> like art cats but we mean that they was designs artistic designs of cats not like vincent cat go or anything like that <laughs> like. <laughs> it's cats from like the cure song they're love cats <laughs> <laughs> nice. um and that was kind of it and then she was like holding my hand and then i was waiting for more to happen because it was really fast and it was advertised as 15 minutes she's like okay do you want me to align your chakras <laughs> and i said i didn't know they were misaligned then, you did say that? Yeah. <laughs> and then she had me stand up, and then she rang this thing in my ear, and then yeah. sprayed me multiple times in the stomach with incense. And- well, it was like um, it was like a piece of wood that had a metal bar on it. Yeah. And she would hit it with a tuning fork, and then pass it over your body up and down. She only did it by my head. She only did it she by She did it head? in my ear. That's so weird. And then she sprayed my belly with essential oils. Yeah, she said it was um, essential oils. With crystals. With crystals in it and water. Yeah. Uh, she laughed when she said what? Well, and water. <laughs> is that funny? I don't... Is that not normally how you the recipe goes? I don't is it know. not water? <laughs> <laughs> so she, she says water. Ha ha. Yeah. It's cat piss. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And, and you were ushered out. Yeah. And then I left and then I got to hear Jerry's story because we weren't in with each other. Yeah. And... His is so much better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my, mine was actually extremely different to yours. Uh, mine was much longer. It was twice as long. Yeah. And I went in and she introduced herself. I introduced myself. She sat down. And I would say over the course of the 15 minutes, I received probably one of the most in-depth hand massages <laughs> I've ever gotten in my life. I peeked past the room and you like, she was getting into your hand. Yeah, she was, like, really holding on to me, and, like, she kept getting very close to me. We also uh, discussed how another key difference in her behavior was for your reading. Yeah. She was across the table speaking to you much like I'm speaking to you right now. Yeah. Um, For my reading, her 
breasts were on top of the table <laughs> for the majority, the whole reading, I'll say. Yeah. They were there. So that was kind of strange. Yeah. Mine, yeah, was much, much longer. And she did go into a lot more depth about my hands <laughs> and the lines. And um, well, she both asked if we were injured in our pinkies. Yeah. She asked both of us if we had injured the pinky at some point. And I said, I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> Uh, but for the like the first half of my reading, I didn't actually say anything. I actually didn't even make eye contact with her, mostly because I was trying not to like give anything away. Yeah, I didn't want her to read me. You know, and we're wearing masks, so it must have been much harder. Mm-hmm. And she would ask questions, and I did not immediately know that they were questions, <laughs> and so I, I missed them and I didn't answer them because she would ask like, "Oh, are you very close with your family?" Which is, I'm not really and she said oh i mean it shows that you're very very close with your family but there's some kinds of specks and dots which i've examined my hands since this reading and i have <laughs> no idea what she is talking about like there are no specks on that finger at all um she also said i had the solomon rings oh yeah she told me i had that too yeah well that was a very interesting when we got a chance to like compare notes mm -hmm. the last half of my reading was identical to your entire reading. Yeah. Because she was saying that uh, I had the Solomon rings like you did, which meant in a past life I was in a, a place of authority. And that I should, that if I have recurring problems from my prior life intruding upon my current life, I need to go get a reading done to find out what my past lives were and break a vow that I made in the past life. Yep, I got the same thing. Yeah. Which is a really specific reading, but when I found out that she said the same thing to you, I was like, oh, it's just like a script. Um, she also told me that uh, I had master lines as well. That was one difference between ours. Uh, I had three. She also said I was very, very creative and that there was a force in my life that was a linear thinking person. Or it was me. And I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? To which she replied, nothing. She continued on with the reading, didn't tell me what that meant. Um, she, oh, at the beginning, very important, she prays for angels. Oh, yes. And she prayed for an angel to watch over you. A angel, yes. And she prayed for five angels to watch over me for a week. So now we have a running gag that Jerry has five angels and mine is like a like a para or a student nurse. <laughs> like, like just trying to watch. Fact totem angel who's just <laughs> there to observe. Uh, yeah, and I have like a theater of angels. Yeah. Apparently. Um, she told me, unlike you, you were told that you had one true love that mm -hmm. you had not yet met. No, she didn't tell me if I met them or not. I just had one oh, true love. you just had one? Yeah. Okay. I have four <laughs> that I have not yet um, had in my life. You're about to be 35. You better get cracking. <laughs> okay. Attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's like, that's so lucky. A lot of people don't get that many i mean most people only get one you have four and like she kind of like gave me weird eyes when she <laughs> said it keep in mind this woman was probably like in her early to mid 50s which is um, not a problem no not a problem just kind of it's just a detail just mm -hmm. painting a picture for people uh at home listening um so she's she's a bit older than me also head to toe cheetah print head to toe cheetah print <laughs> and yeah was sort of giving me eyes <laughs> throughout which I, fa I fair enough i'm wearing a mask it's kind of the only thing you can <laughs> really interact with on my face i didn't get eyes i got fucking nothing she didn't even give you a fortune yeah she told me like i needed to slow down i spent too much time at work needed to make uh more time for playtime she said 
Um, she wanted playtime. I suspect <laughs> as much. Uh, but one thing she said, which really made this whole thing for me, is she was looking at that creative line and that linear line. And she said, uh, they intersect at some point. That this linear and this creative, they're going to intersect. She goes, but you're, you're definitely very, very creative. Very creative. You're definitely not an accountant. <laughs> and yeah, I laugh right at her. And she's like, what? I was like, I am literally an accountant. <laughs> I was like, I am a kind of accountant. And she was like, oh, are you really? <laughs> like, the facade fell away for a moment. Like, I got a peek behind the curtain. She and wanted you to have a peek behind the curtain. Oh, awful. <laughs> anyway, she uh, then was like, oh, I mean, so, I mean, you're very creative, though. Uh, did, did, how long have you been an accountant? I was like, a few years. And she's like, did, did you go to school for it? I go, no, I just kind of fell into it. And she asked me, but I mean, there's this very linear thinking. And I was like, well, yeah, but like, logical orderly thinking and creativity are not mutually exclusive and she's like oh well of course of course <laughs> very sort of imperious like oh yes i knew that <laughs> okay okay um and then at the end of it she went ahead and did uh my chakras uh she said would you like your chakras aligned and i said certainly i did not know that they were out of whack so i am more than willing to get that done and she did the thing the little thing with the tuning fork and then she ran it up and down my body and she goes you're actually uh you're really good and then sprayed my belly with the yellow one, whichever one that was. I got like three different sprays. Oh my gosh. So get your shit together, lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And so that was the whole experience. And she was very nice. Yeah. And she was extremely, um, she had a very soothing voice, which I think is probably an, a very valuable skill to have yeah. in that line of work. Basically, I paid $5 for her to hit on you. So that's cool. <laughs> I mean, like anything to boost your confidence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's, I would honestly pay $5 for someone to just make me feel good about myself. <laughs> like, it's a random stranger. Nice jacket. Hey, here's $5. Thank you. <laughs> um, so once, like I said, we got to compare notes and we realized that she had essentially told us the same thing. And that to me was really disappointing because uh, the things that she was saying, I would say she was getting about 50% of things correct. Hits, you know? She didn't even guess anything for me well she did she guessed that you had a good childhood which is not the after truth. that she didn't make any other guesses any other oh no fortunes like <laughs> yeah she didn't tell you about your future or anything yeah like, you frightened her off right away <laughs> uh, maybe she pegged you as a skeptic i think i nelson laughed at her during her first thing <laughs> so i was like ha <laughs> oh my god that's so i don't awesome. think she liked that <laughs> that is so <laughs> awful and awesome um well, I would say about halfway through, I was seeing what I had expected mm -hmm. because she was also making a lot of Barnum statements where she would say, oh, you had a rough teenage period of your life. And I was like, didn't everybody have a hard time? She told time? me I was a wild teenager, a wild, wild teenager. You were pretty wild. You watched lots of Simpsons. And, uh, hey, sometimes I switch it up by watching Flavor of Love and taking a walk with my friends down Bay Avenue, okay? <laughs> it's amazing you're alive today i know so crazy but uh yeah she said oh your teenage years were very difficult and i was like aren't they for everybody which she ignored <laughs> and you know also like oh you're creative and again i feel like most people think they're creative like your nails are painted and your hair is red yeah like so creative yeah <laughs> uh so like i said she got about half of the things right like she had a 50 percent hits and i would say that that is normal when you're making 
really generalized Barnum statements that apparently align with a script she has. <laughs> um, she goes, oh, you're very close to your family, which is true. I am close to my kids and you. Yeah. But not really the rest of my family. So there is some validity to what she said. But I mean, honestly, like you either are or you aren't. She had a 50-50 chance of being correct on yeah. that one. She also didn't really respond to incorrect guesses unless it was like blatantly incorrect like, like getting... you can never be the job that you are currently in. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you're definitely not this. And it was like, that is so specific. You could have said any profession and you <laughs> picked, like, the one thing that would make you look silly. Overall, after and after comparing notes and hearing that we had essentially the same experience, I realized that her skill level, which I initially assumed was about average for someone in that field, is well below. There's a reason she's taking tips and not charging a fee specifically. Yeah. So, so what did you think of your... Because you've had your palm read before, right? I haven't had my palm specifically. I've gotten a lot of tarot readings. As far as palm readings, I don't know why I expected so much more considering <laughs> this isn't a real thing, um, one would say. Well, I mean, if to be fair, like tarot is not real either. Like you do tarot readings. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like, actually, none of it's real. I'll go out on a limb and say no one who claims to have psychic powers or to be a medium is real. It's still, I was like, maybe because I didn't flirt with her, I'm not like a cute guy or whatever, but like, I was expecting more. <laughs> I don't know how I, I was flirting. Anything. I said my name, I introduced myself, and then made no attempt to have eye contact with <laughs> her for 15 minutes. I'm not sure how that's hitting on her or flirting with her. but No, she's flirting with you. Like maybe. Oh, I thought you meant like, I flirted. I was like, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, that tablecloth thought that I wanted a piece of it. <laughs> yeah, I've had my palm read before um, like 20 years ago. And it was, I was a teenager. And it was basically predictions about the future. And I would have loved predictions about the future. <laughs> I would have loved anything besides... You're wrong about your childhood, and you're creative. That's and, it. And uh, you're going to have a love of your life or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who knows who it is? Certainly not the guy you're that gonna I just saw. You're going to hook up at least once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty similar experience. Yeah. Now, I think that one of the reasons that palm reading has a little bit more heft in the minds of the public is because it's kind of ubiquitous. Like, you'll find palm readers basically in every part of the world. Yeah. It's one of the oldest forms of divination. Um, it's actually a part of uh, like Hindu astrology. Uh, Brahmins in Hinduism like practice palm reading because uh, it has its origins in India, like ancient, ancient India. Like we don't even really know when it first came around. Um, it's vaguely mentioned in the Book of Job in the Bible. <laughs> like it's 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 in you know it's uh, alluded to. I yeah. Think. Um, so it's a thing that's been around for a really long time, and it exists in most cultures. Because your hands are such an intimate part of who you are. And the lines on them... I mean, the lines on your hand are creases so that your hands can bend. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really easy to look at them and go, Oh, what does that mean? Why does mine look different from yours? You know? I would like to get my palm read by someone who has studied palmistry. Yeah. I feel like this lady had a booklet and brought it with her. And when... Maybe she wore a really low-cut top, so then, like, she would actually look away to look at her booklet while you were looking down a shirt, you know? <laughs> it's all a facade. And they sold booklets in that shop. They did. An introduction to palmistry. And booklet, I think, is a strong term. 
Rather than a booklet, it was like a long piece of paper that had been folded several times to resemble a, a tiny book. Yeah. And that's um, what she kept in her bra. Um, I mean, I studied palmistry in high school and a little bit after that. And, like, I I was able to give a palm reading. Mm-hmm. I probably couldn't do it right now because it's been we have a couple people on the group that want a palm I'm, reading i'm gonna find i'm gonna find my my map and uh <laughs> and, and and re-familiarize myself but i don't necessarily think that it is an indicate i don't think that people who practice palmistry believe that they are psychic mm-hmm. i think that they believe that the hand has is a map to your destiny to who you really are it's just not true unfortunately i don't know i feel like if I were to believe in any kind of divination, I think palm would be one that I would go for. Why? I don't know. It just seems so personal and intimate, you know? Like, I mean, you could say that about tarot, too. That's true. I mean, you, I think you could say that about most forms of divination. I think they are actually intensely personal, whether you're talking about pendulums or dowsing rods or palmistry. Because the the meaning of the divining object or the divining medium that you're using is determined by you. Yeah. So you create the meaning and that is that becomes what you get out of it. So I think you could probably say that about anything. Any form of divination is personal. It's because on your body and tarot cards are just kind of like cards. Like it feels more outside of mm. yourself, you know? I always thought of tarot as being intrusive. Because the the very concept of it is that I know we're talking about palmistry, but is is that someone who is separate from you can pull out these cards and read them like reading the bones, you know, and tease out intimate details about you. I always thought that that was very you know invasive and intrusive. Hmm. Um, it reminds me of Doctor Terror's House of Horrors as a Hammer film from the 60s. And it starts with Peter Cushion playing a tarot reader, a German tarot reader on a train. And it it first unnerves the other passengers because he can, you know, find these very intimate details about them and about their lives. And it's sort of like that. And I think palmistry falls into that same sort of category of intimacy mm-hmm. because one, you have to touch the other person's hand, which our palm reader did with a vengeance. <laughs> and do you know why palm readers make such good friends? Oh boy. They're always there to hold your hand. <laughs> Very supportive. <laughs> and, Let's give her a hand. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> and uh, th- that's kind of the thing is like they're holding your hand. They're looking at your hand and they're reading you. My skepticism with palmistry actually comes from the. Uh, <laughs> there is a guy who he traveled in the same circles as like Joe Nickel and uh, the amazing Randy Basically, he was a skeptic. Mm-hmm. He's a psychologist named... I'm I'm hesitating because I know how you're going to react. Oh, no. um, his name was Ray Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a name that's easy to break away from, huh? That's... Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway. But he was a professor of psychology. and I mean, he still is. He's still alive. He had practiced... He's still intact. He's still... Jeez. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I was like, <laughs> I saw his name and I was like, oh, crap, I have to talk about him. <laughs> so he, when he was younger, he would make money on a boardwalk by uh, uh, doing shows as a mentalist. Mm-hmm. And to make a little extra money on the side, he learned palmistry. And eventually. So because, he's a virgin palm reader? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does it with his hands, actually. And, uh-huh. um, <laughs> so he 
said that one of the things about a palm reader that is important is even if you don't believe in it, which at the time he did not, you have to pretend like you do. So he did. And he said after a while of doing it, he actually believed in it. He was seeing right answers to that. You know, the people would go, oh, my God, that's true. I am like that. I do have that. And he started to believe. And then a, uh, a friend of his, another skeptic named Stanley Jacks, told him, what I want you to do is whatever you're seeing on their hand, report the opposite to them. So if it says that they're courageous, tell them they're cowardly. If it says they're creative, tell them they're, they're dull. And he said that he got the same amount of correct guesses as he had when he was reporting what he had learned from palmistry books. Wow, Hyman must have been really broken after that. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh my god. I was so like, maybe I don't talk about him. Maybe like, <laughs> but it's important because it's why I don't believe in palmistry. That and it's for crackpot. But yeah, so he... <laughs> grow up for two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, so that's really... Um, that idea is actually how... Because I was in the same position when I was younger. Where I was I learned to read palms in like middle school, high school. And I thought there was something to it. And I had read about that. About reading the opposite. So I tried it. And I was like, oh, this is all a bunch of crap. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Yeah, so what's your verdict after sort of re-familiarizing yourself with the world of palm reading. I want to go to more. I want to see what else is out there. I want to be tricked. She didn't even try to trick me. (laughs) I want to be duped and there's no duping. I mean, I would say, to be fair to her, she did try to trick you. She just did a very poor job of it. I'm with you, though. I actually would like to see a more skilled palm reader, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to take away anything from her because obviously like she does make money doing it. So she's not terrible at it. And we had the advantage of both being there together, but she didn't know that. Yeah. I think if she knew that she would not have told us identical things. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you should just not be a charlatan, (laughs) uh, in the first place, but yeah, I definitely would like to do more. Yeah, I don't mind her kind of like, I don't know if it's called mediumship or not, but like she's not hurting anybody and she's not trying to communicate with the dead. So it's just a good time. So yeah. I'm like with that kind of psychic or fortune teller or whatever, because like no one's getting hurt. Yeah, I think that's really fair. I think it's entirely fair to say that if it fortune telling in and of itself, if you're not taking money off of people, yeah, which she wasn't like it was tips. If you wanted to tip her, you could. Yeah. Um, and she's not exactly she's not like oh you need to invest in nfts or yeah your mother is here like you know her spirit like yeah i think that's fine but um um, i wish you would have tried at all at all with me but also uh, it's worth pointing out that some people do use palmist um people like like a form of advice Um, some people will go to psychics will go to tarot readers will go to palm readers to, to eke out advice about a decision they have to make or something. I mean, all divination can be used in that manner. I mean, we flip coins to, yeah. you know, that's divination. What if you don't have a hand? Then she can read the bottoms of your feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, does that work? Maybe you just draw a picture. Oh, how would you? You don't have hands. Um, maybe you just draw her a picture of what your hand used to look like or provide a photograph. <laughs> if you're born without them, then I assume she has to use your face or your feet. I don't know. Hmm. That's a really good question that we should ask another palm reader. Yeah. And we'll let everybody know what the other palm reader says. <laughs> because we're going to be traveling more in the coming months to psychics, to mediums, uh, and to haunted things. Yeah. 
Because uh, we are getting ourselves an electric car. Yeah. So we own a car, but... um, <laughs> We own a piece of metal that sometimes starts. And it's a gas guzzler, and it's not good for the environment, and no. it's noisy. Yeah. And... She's, she's an angry lady. Yeah. But that'll be our uh, spooky mobile that is going to take us to... Well, it's not really spooky. It's it's friendly to the environment. Yeah. See, what thing is, is that I really, 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 really want a hearse. I wanted one so bad. I was trying to put it into the universe and um, manifest it. And then I saw an electric car. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go the exact opposite way. And then ordered an electric car. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. And we'll have a chance to go to some of the larger cities in our area where there are more psychics and more. Because there's a psychic in town here that I want to go to. Yeah. But there's other ones that do more. So we want to we want to pursue that in <laughs> the future. Yes. Uh, in the future. Because <gasps> psychics. <laughs> we are pretty much available on the normal social media you can find us on instagram and facebook uh, and we are we gave up on twitter we gave up on twitter <laughs> it's just hard <laughs> I, can't, I don't get it <laughs> i'm too old um you can email us at harleyparanormal at gmail.com if you want to send us suggestions for things you'd like us to do um i know some people have been sending us messages on facebook and facebook will not always let me know that we're getting messages awesome yeah it's awesome so if very meta yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> satire so if you are trying to send us a message and you know you send us something on facebook and we're not responding we probably just didn't facebook didn't tell us about it so email us at harleyparanormal at gmail.com or reach out to us on instagram at harleyparanormal uh, we're, we're not super active on there right now because we're actually working on ideas um <laughs> and working on episodes and things like that so I, I, we've not really been on the social medias <laughs> the social media why do i say it like an 80 year old man <laughs> um because you are one harsh <laughs> <laughs> So, I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey. And remember, it's probably just the wind. What do you call a stone palm reader on the dance floor? A stoned palm reader? Yeah. I don't know. A high medium getting low. Low, low, low. I will slap you.